don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents. I, I just need a new ATT. That's my Christmas joke. <laughs> that was fucking good. Huh? It a little is. modified Mariah Carey. You continue, Mariah Carey you continue you. to surprise me. Yeah. Um, ATT Christmas CD yeah. out. You can buy it now. <laughs> Give it to your yeah. friends, your parents. They'll love it. Eight, yeah, Braden's Alien the- theorists theorizing. Case file 31. Santa? Yay or nay? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Fuck Santa. Unless he's part of the secret space program. Has, oh, mm. You know what? He, well, he is a UFO. Usually. That is very possible. He could be... Uh, it he would could make a lot more sense. Flying sleigh as a UFO. I think so. Yeah, but no. Case Pause file, case file oh. 31. Secret space program? I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. Oh, it's been a little bit of a hiatus for us, eh? That's Two not, weeks. That's, not, that's, that's, that's standard. Not hiatus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm going to go ahead right now and let people know there's not going to be a new one after this till the new year. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year from the ATT family. Um, but yeah, we probably, I haven't even looked at my schedule, but I know I'm going to be, it's going to be a busy one for the next couple of weeks. I'm so. going to be doing a lot probably, of snowboarding, so I will not be in the studio. Uh, yeah. So we'll go say, you know, look for the next one after this, uh, mid January, let's say we'll give ourselves some time. Um, long? But anyways, yeah, it's well. I don't know. I, it, yeah, if we, we say early and then we're late, better to say uh, that late. To me, seems yeah, better say late. I, yeah, I, I hear you. Okay. Go, or else we get all these trolls on Twitter giving us a hard time, causing causing oh. a ruckus on there. Yeah, um, I don't know. So I've got a couple things to touch on before we get going on this subject. So um, should I should I read the new five star reviews first? Yeah, let's, let's sure. do that. Let's do that. Okay, should we start, we should almost do a theme song for five star re- or well <laughs> one of the guys gave us a four star review which kind of you know well yeah he, you know what, he, did, what he gave a good review but he I guess he was honest he, he put a four star I mean I guess we'll read it yeah I guess I guess we just didn't cut it for him um, didn't quite make it <laughs> high expectations okay from Hampton Boy One great podcast you know i guess it'd be a pretty good podcast if you were only getting four stars but you know it's kind of <laughs> no, sending mixed messages maybe, a little maybe bit maybe yeah uh, maybe he just clicked the he made a misclick yeah maybe so yeah i've been listening to this podcast at work and it has been such a great listen the topics are so captivating and the guys on the show are really fun they tend to ramble on a bit <laughs> but that makes the show able to go over all over the place which is helpful when theorizing. Damn right. Awesome work, guys. Keep up the hard work for all of us. Thankful fans. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks, Hampton Boy One. Couldn't go. You couldn't uh, go the five star though. I guess, eh? Hmm. Uh, you know, it's okay. It's all right. Because the rambling, it's, the rambling. You know what? It's, off, be- sorry. <laughs> it's better than a three star. That's true. And it's better than no stars. So I'm happy. I'm okay with okay. a four star. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Four. I'll take a four. I'll take it. But now this next one. Go for it. East Coast Mafia. Great podcast. Five star. That's that's the title. Nice. Uh, <laughs> that was the review. <laughs> the short and sweet, so I like it. You know, the, the title is Great Podcast, Five Star. So, And then he gave us a five star, so that's good. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> when I first found your guys' podcast, I was a little skeptical. When I think about people sitting around talking about and coming up with theories about aliens, I picture the flat earth type of guys. LOL. <laughs> but you guys come across as pretty cool cats and seem to know your shit. Particularly Dan. Um. <laughs> Keep up the great work, guys. Still waiting for an alien abduction case file featuring oh, Betty Betty and Barney Hill and maybe your local abductee Karina. Awesome job. <laughs> Thanks. Happened to that? Thanks, East Coast Mafia. That's a that's a great review. Um, that's a good review. All right. Good suggestion. I don't even know. What's the Benny Hill abduction? Oh, that, that was the first that was the real first one. That was the real first abduction case. It was like a, a couple got abducted off the hall out of the highway. It's where you get most of your like uh, lost time. Things like that. It met all those kinds of things. But it was one of the first real popularized uh, abduction cases. But it's good to cover over. We might have to talk about that at some point. Yeah, we did, we did, okay. we did promise um, we were going to do alien abduction case file. We haven't got around to it. So it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's in the chamber. There's a lot coming. Um, okay. <laughs> Should I do the, our, what did we call it? Alien abduction story of the day? Oh, you fucking, UFOs? fucking <laughs> fail last time. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Let's go for it. I got I, I got the book out. Let go. me blow the dust off it. Okay. Go, go random. Okay. Uh, ready? Three, two, one. Stop. And stop. Okay. <laughs> oh, this one's kind of cool. This one is called... What are we calling this? UFO of the day? UFO... Where's Ivan? We, yeah, UFO we case of the week? UFO case of the week. We need oh, okay. Ivan to make a new theme song. Ivan, if you're still listening, we need you, buddy. I think he died. I think he died. I haven't heard from Ivan in years now. Years. So, it's been a long time. All right. This one, UFO case file of the week. Fireballs. One of the most common and mundane solutions to UFO sightings is that they are fireballs. These are generally larger meteors burning up as they pass through the sky usually moving virtually horizontally. There are, however, some fireball UFOs which require a good deal more explanation, and in particular, the case of Peter Day's film. Oh, this is... And Ryan Ken Sheet Fighter. There is also a particular <laughs> phenomenon of green fireballs, which appear most common around large electrical output installations, and which certainly give rise to some UFO reports. Green fireballs came to the public attention in 1940 when Dr. Lincoln LaPaz made a special study of them, rejecting the hypothesis that they were normal meteors. Project Twinkle was set up to try oh, to capture this phenomenon on film, but due to lack of funding and manning, it totally failed. <laughs> totally failed. Wow. Just like, that just failed. Just like, this, totally just failed. like this fucking segment's failed <laughs> two weeks in a row. Oh, oh I think I think I think this is called the UFO encyclopedia, and so far we're 0 for two. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. So wait, let me let I me think, let's recap that one. So there's fireballs. The yeah. UFOs. There's no there's no backing evidence. They're No, and, and one time they tried to catch green green fireballs, but they didn't have the money or the staff to fund it, so it failed. So really, but so they really, but, uh, but they had enough money to come up with a uh, sweet project name like Project yeah. Twinkle. <laughs> yeah, Project Twinkle. That I is got a, about that far. I like that name. That's good. That was maybe they had a terrible. better project name. They would have got more funding. 
Can't hey, Mr. Conspiracy, thanks for this shitty book. You know what? I'm going to vet the book. I'm going to vet the book and see if I can find a good one for next week. The next, sorry, next case file. And if I can't, the, the, we're scrapping this. But if I find a good one, maybe we'll keep keep them coming. Well, it's good, it's good for comed- oh. comedic relief there because they. I can just tell every time yeah. it's going to be like that. But you never know. We'll give, yeah, give it a skim through. See what you can come up for next time. Cause... Yeah. Anyways, uh, space news. Space news. About the space news. Um, so, uh, got some small chance of auroras for December 18th, 19th, and uh, December 17th. So, that is yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and probably a week ago by the time you listen to this. Um, so, it's been pretty low season for auroras. So, um, I'm not gonna, not gonna pump your tires. It's been, uh, have you, have you seen pretty, anything up there? Pretty yet? slow. It's been dead. It's been dead. I, I look every time there's a clear night and there's even a small chance I go outside and uh, nothing. Um, so December 14th, uh, we were was the last supermoon of the year, which seems like every fucking, the fucking super there's moon. a supermoon. Yeah, there's a supermoon every week. So it's like I'm I'm sick. But uh, there is the Geminid meteor shower at the same time, which is one of the brightest meteor showers of the year, which was awesome, actually, because. I saw a giant meteor in the morning on my way to Dawson Creek, and it lit up the sky. It was it was fucking unreal. It was like the would you say it was thing a fireball? Yeah, it looked like a green fireball, but I I didn't have the funding or the like the <laughs> you know, the technology to to tell you anyway. So I failed at uh, identifying it. But if you were if you were lucky enough to see uh, or get pictures or you saw some cool meteors, uh, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, tell us about it. Um, I have lots more guys, but do you guys have anything? Nope. I no. This space okay. news. Uh-uh. Perfect. Um, so talking on the, the fucking, <laughs> someone sent us a couple space news. Uh, I thought this one was fitting for last year's last week's, uh, moon landing. A German mission to the moon will prove the Apollo landings weren't a hoax or Ooh. possibly were a hoax. <laughs> so, uh, the Lunar X prize team uh, has announced its intentions to send two mobile probes to the moon to inspect the lunar rover left behind by the Apollo 17 mission. So something that'll get the moon landing conspiracy nutters to shut the hell up, apparently. Um, but until that comes, uh, you know, suck it, because I'm not shutting up until I see those pics. <laughs> hey, you know what? And then even then, I think Germany's in on it. Of you know, they're, probably just, they're, they're probably faking their landing of the landing. Well, it's all a cover-up for the secret space program, so... Yeah, but, um, so that was kind of cool, so I thought that was kind of fitting for the... We just touched on Men in Black. Um, where's this one? Oh, great. Oh, fucking this computer, man. It's fucking yeah, you gotta terrible. Get, you gotta get um, on that. Virgin Galactic space plane uh, completed its first solo glide flight. Um, so space tourism came a step closer no, than it's ever been, I guess. So uh, it's pretty cool. Like if you look it up, you can go to Futurism and uh, type in Virgin Galactic space plane. Uh, there's some cool pictures of the of the plane itself. So it's uh, there's definitely a space race for tourism going on right now, which is kind of cool. So uh, I would love to. I, I just can't. I hope. I hope in 20 years that we're talking about this today, and it's just a thing. Like, yeah, I'm going to space. No big deal. Uh, that would be the fucking Fuck, coolest man, thing ever. So cool. 
Could you imagine if, like, a flight, you just flew into space and then flew back into Earth? <laughs> <coughs> like, if I wanted to go to Thailand to visit Dan, instead of just traveling through the... <laughs> you just travel through space. You go up into space and then drop <laughs> back down. That'd be fucking dope. And you go faster. I don't... Yeah, but I don't know if it's like if it's harder on airplanes to to, to like leave the atmosphere. I imagine it is. Reentry's got to be real hard. Oh, it's gonna yeah, be. It's gonna so. cost a fortune, yeah, to, to get a ticket for that. But yeah. bucket uh, list, bucket so. list, baby. Uh, one day, hopefully, hopefully, I'm gonna shoot twenty thirty. Sure, it's good. No, good number. Once they I, reveal anti gravity technology, I think we'll be okay. Well, we're both bust that um, wide open tonight. So, I. Uh, Curiosity rover, uh, NASA's Curiosity rover, delivered new evidence that life could have thrived on Mars. Yeah, or did. Or does. Or did. Oh, yeah, it I says um, there's evidence suggesting that Mars had a wet era. That. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Dan's losing over that one. Funny. I guess, I guess, I guess Mars was moist. <laughs> That one had a moist air. <laughs> uh, no, Dan's excitement the poor planet. fucked over Skype. What? Oh, did it? <laughs> Knocked it off for a bit. They were still going. Oh, are we? Okay, good. Sweet. Um, what else I got? Uh, I don't have anything that kind of matches moist Mars, but um, <laughs> NASA's uh, Cassini spacecraft is about to get a taste of Saturn's rings. This was on November 30th. Uh, it's it's taken a plunge through the rings and into the gas giant's unforgiving atmosphere. So it's gonna essentially it's crash landing, but it's gonna it's gonna take send cool out. Pictures. Yeah, it's gonna take cool pictures of data. Hey, that I'm pretty sure it's that spacecraft that goes with the Lucifer project, where the, where Mister Conspiracy was talking about. They're gonna fly a nuke into Saturn to try and turn it into a second sun. Oh really? <laughs> that spacecraft Whoa. is part of that conspiracy. Is I guess supposedly it's armed with some type of. That sounds plant. like a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Well, people, people, a couple people messaged us about that too, and I know Mister Conspiracy spouted it. So you never know. Maybe we'll have a second sun in the oh, sky here pretty soon. Orbiting like well, two, like my have, like, thing stuck is stuck between two suns. Yeah, what's the tattooing? How is that good for us? Yeah, like it's, we've already got global warming going on, and now we're like, you know what we need? Second sun. To get counteract, your, well, maybe get your fucking bantas out. Get maybe, your bantas hey, out. And maybe the guys in the hut. know. Maybe the guys in the know. Our sun's about to expand and fucking take over the inner solar system here. So we got to move out. Who knows? That's or, like in a million years. That's like <laughs> or you got million years. Hey, you got some who knows? Trump guy running NASA who's like, it's getting too hot. We got to fight fire with fire. We need a second sun. That that's, that's, logical. Yeah. that's a logical argument. Yeah. <laughs> like we. It's too hot. We got to fight heat with heat. We need a second sun. <laughs> the heat will repel. It'll be awesome. Um, there's a UFO. Right. There's a UFO. Oh, this is, you know what? I'm not even reading this. Now that I'm looking at it, it is old ass space news. So I'm not even going to say it. Um, Fuck it. So that's pretty much all for space news this week. That's all I got. Uh, but I did want to touch one other thing. We were talking about the men in black a couple weeks ago, and I was talking with Andrew about uh, we were, remember when we were talking about Dan Aykroyd had that show and then people canceled it and told him not to do it and to stop going on with it. Yeah. And it got canceled. Well, Andrew was like, I guess Andrew's kind of watched some documentaries later on. And he was like, it's crazy because that same kind of thing happened to Jesse Ventura. 
But Jesse Ventura went on with his show, Conspiracy Theory. And um, if you look at Jesse Ventura now, all those rumors came out that he he like punched that, uh, um, whatever. Uh, what's what's the U.S. Armed Special Navy Seal? He punched that Navy Seal who died, that sniper, and uh, everyone hates him now. Like he's so hated, and his life's like there's interviews. He was like he lived for the Navy Seals and stuff, and he's just his life's ruined now. Because of these rumors, and they were found to be false. They were lies. They were fabricated. But it's too late, and his life is ruined. Well, he should come on, come Such on our bummer. show, and uh, we'll we'll restart his career. So I thought that was I thought that was kind of interesting. That it's like he kind of had that same thing. Dan Aykroyd backed out. He went ahead, and now he, these rumors. Did, and I wonder, did that book, did that book he write come out after he passed away? Who? Who? Um, Dan Aykroyd? Was American Sniper. What was the American Sniper's name? Um, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't Ky- know. Chris, Chris Kyle or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, right? Chris Kyle. Something like that. Yeah, two first names. Um, yeah, two first, first names. names. <laughs> <laughs> That's very um, much I remember. But uh, I wonder if that book came out after he died. I'd like to find that out because I wonder if... Because that information came out in his book, in his memoirs that Jesse Ventura uh, punched him or something. Or they got a fight or something, I think. Was, yeah, yeah, but it, w- it was found to be false because Jesse Ventura wasn't even in the same... Uh, wasn't even in the same city, wasn't even in the same state when that was yeah. said to have happened. And, like, not even, like, oh, it was the wrong date. It was, like, no, he, had, he, he hadn't been there in months. Like, he has proof of it. And, like, I can't remember if he says he hadn't met him at the time. But it's like I was—I kind of wonder if that came out after he died because I wonder if someone just kind of put that in there to fuck him. Yeah, maybe. Right? Because you know, I guess we'll never get the real story now because one party's dead. So, yeah, nothing, nothing you can do. Anyways, I thought that was kind of an interesting Men in Black kind of. Maybe Men in Black kind of screwed Jesse Ventura over. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, a couple. Well, since we went back to case files, I want to go back to the moon landing here just for a quick sec. I think uh, we were spouting that you could see with a telescope, you could p- pinpoint the moon landing site, but I can't, I can't, oh. f- I couldn't find any evidence of that. But all I could find is, I guess they left a giant like refractor on the moon, and with the right laser, heard- with the right laser, you can actually get, you can get the response off the moon from that refractor if you know where it is. She had a really strong laser. I've, yeah, there's, 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 only, there's only a, like a dozen in North America or something that can do it or something, but. Yeah. No, I I read I read an article. I think it was on National Geographic that they're like you can't like there's no telescope with the resolution power to be able to actually see the things that are left on the moon because they're so small, like compared to the moon. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you you can you can see the moon really great. Great. You can see a lot of geographical um, things like that. But like with any telescope that's built right now, like you cannot get the resolution to actually see something that small on the moon. Yeah. So we, we we said you could, you can't. But if you have a big laser, you can find the refractor and you can get a response. So that's all I got to say about so, that. And build yourself a super laser and, you know. <laughs> yeah, we took a poll. Borrow one from Cobra Commander. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, no, we took a poll. We asked the prolapsers what they thought of the moon landing. 58%, fuck yeah, that United States landed on the moon. 21%, fuck no. Four percent mm. only to low orbit, and seventeen percent undecided. So between the fuck knows and undecided, you're like, uh, you're almost you're at what forty, yeah, thirty eight percent. 
So it's not it's not over overly one way. So who yeah. knows? Well, that's good. Um. Okay. Well, that's all I got for everything else. That's all the stuff I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Let's uh, get let's get into the topic at hand. Secret space program. Does it exist? Is that the source of UFOs? Or what is it? And yeah. What? Um. Most most secret space programs or conspiracies linked to to that kind of to- this topic. Uh, I'll pretty much claim that we have been in contact with aliens at some point, and whether it was in the past or it's still ongoing, and that we have probably traded technology or reverse engineered technology, which has allowed um, either nations such as the United States or maybe Russia, even China, maybe, or some sort of uh, like black project, um, secret Please. space program, African American project. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to be you don't have to be an African American to be black. <laughs> a little more sensitivity. No. We got to work on our sensitivity on you this. Af- 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 <laughs> 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 uh, Ancestrally African program <laughs> space program. Yeah, that's okay. I think and, that might and, that's and, Let's just like say we're off track. Wakandan, let's just say, can I say Wakandan? Wakandan space program. Yeah, dark in color space program. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Melanin gifted. <laughs> however, space you, however you spa- however you spin it, it's a secret space program. You know what? Let's just go with bl- bl- back to black. Let's just say black. Let's okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Stay there. Keep it simple. So. Um, yeah, and so some people, I mean, there's been a couple conspiracy theories that have come out in the last uh, couple years. Um, uh, I know you guys got some information on them, but I th- I forgot I'd just get the first breakdown of what it is, of what would, a secret space program would comprise of. So what do you guys think? Well, um, as Mr. Consp- Mr. Conspiracy said before, there's a, a space space program and a secret. <laughs> that's about the end. That's the end of his. Cons- that's, that's the end of his conspiracy rant. That's up there. No, I mean but, it's true. Okay, well, we, okay, we've we've talked. It all really started from what I can find, as at least in modern times, is we talked about Gary McKinnon before that, the hacker, who busted, yeah, who bu- hacker who busted, one man anonymous. Yeah, one man. He hacked into what it was like. NASA and the United States uh, yeah, he, Defense Department. I yeah, think? like ninety-seven computers in the military industrial complex and NASA. I guess it was all all arms of the military. You had like the Marines, Air Force, the Navy. He did all those. He did NASA, and I guess what he found in there was some documents about non-terrestrial officers, uh, transfer programs to space, and a bunch of other weird stuff to do with UFOs and alien technology that we've re, like re, like uh, reverse engineered and whatnot. So he's kind of the first source. And he was on trial for like what twelve years? Not on trial, but that awaiting trial to be what's it called? Extradited from the UK to to the USA. The and States. If, if that would have happened, he was going to serve a seventy-year sentence. But yeah, it, it I remember talking about Gary McKinnon before because he had the hacker brows. We talked about his eyebrows before. Yeah, he had the brows and he had the great hair. Yeah, but yeah, I guess it never went to trial, so he never got extradited. Because if it went to trial, all this stuff that he was claiming, his lawyers would have subpoenaed, like the, uh, what do you call them in law? 
McKinnon's a defender. And I guess the NASA and the military would have been the. Well, it would have been the. It would have been the government. It wouldn't have, like NASA wouldn't have sued. It would have been the government. The government, sure, but they would have had to have been put the on. Plane? They could have been put on oath to testify against, like on testify under oath against the stuff he was saying. And I guess oh, so. The theory goes that they, they didn't. They didn't, they didn't really want to do it, so they've backed out and they just kind of just let it kind of fizzle off. Yeah, uh, I think the. Um... They, they said they wouldn't, because of the difficulties of bringing the evidence against them from the United States, they said they weren't going to prosecute him in the United Kingdom. Right. Yeah, so he, like, so. man, he, like, busted out a bunch of different stuff. He he uncovered what's called, it's called the Solar Warden Program. And I guess that's one. Oh, of, that sounds so fucking dope. Way does. cooler than Project Twinkle. Yeah, it yeah. does sound fucking cool. And I guess uh, he's he un, <sighs> he uncovered in his, in his uh, hack that there was eight cigar-shaped motherships that are capable of interplanetary travel in our solar system and 43 scout ships at the time. And with that list of non-terrestrial officers, it was something like 300 people I get alleged to be part of this secret space program at the time. But he never, like we said before, he never actually like printed anything or actually had any evidence other than what that he claimed that he found. And I guess what, well, obviously he did, he he did something. He found something because he was, he was under investigation and they weren't trying to charge him. But we, no one ever actually seen a real document about it, I don't think. And like, see, my, my thing is, my thing is like, if, they, if they classify these people, these employees, as non-terrestrial officers, you kind of have to think it's like whether they're, they're actually non-terrestrial, whether they're alien, or that they're actually post, or they're just people posted uh, you know, off Earth. Yeah, you know? no, I think, I think what he found there, if, if we have, let's say there's a secret space program, and it's like uh, through the, the, deep, the deep black project, it's like the, I don't know, what else would you call it? Black NASA, or uh, what do you call them, special access programs, and you have all these like trillions of dollars missing from the Pentagon in like 2001, and another six trillion missing this, like, this year. Yeah, I think they totaled up something. They looked at the money that was missing. It was like $23 trillion total. Uh, and nobody really knows where it went. No one knows where it went, so that kind of leads credence to maybe there is some type of... They, they do have the next, the next level of, like, of space travel technology suppressed from the public, so it's this high-end, top-secret, top classified, black-op programs. And I don't, what are they doing up there? Are they military, like militarizing space, or are they mining on the moon, Mars? Okay, here's my thing, though. So if I'm guessing these like flotilla fucking bases or giant ships they're setting up, you can't construct those on Earth and send them up. No, definitely not. Like too many people would see. So then, where are they building them? Are they building them in space? Dark side of the moon. Dark side. That kind of, well, that, that, well, that kind of, that kind of goes with the theory that they went around. They on the other side of the moon, there are structures that resemble bases, either alien or human. I mean, if theoretically, if you were going to build some sort of flotilla, or you were going to build uh, these large interplanetary spacecrafts, yeah, you could not build them on Earth. Definitely, you'd have to construct them in space. And the moon might be like some sort of staging area where you would put like you put some base there. And uh, I mean, you could move people from from Earth to the moon and then to somewhere else. I mean, if, if these if we have enough ships that are moving between planets or moons, 
in the uh, in the solar system, if you could find some sort of material or something or some sort of uh, that you needed that wasn't readily available on Earth, like some 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 materials you can find on the Moon, which are extremely are are plentiful on the Moon, and they're rare on Earth. If you had to go somewhere else to find those, you know that maybe they would set up a some sort of staging area there, or some sort of construction yard or, or something like that. Yeah, it's got like all that construction's got to be done in space because you're not getting, you're not getting those things into space from Earth without someone noticing. No, yeah, that's my thing too. So like, for this to be true, it's got to be, it's got, and like, could it just be the states? Like this to me, this would have to be a pretty joint effort. From way up, from what I read, uh-huh. from what I read, it's like kind of like a like United Nations kind of deal. Also, yeah, uh, some people some people would call it like a. Um, or some people say it's either the United Nations or whether it's beneficial or not. And then some other people have said it's a, a breakaway civilization, which is basically uh, like um, this, this, this black, this black NASA or the, or these dark projects that have been going on for years have actually evolved into their own. Like the, the people who have been involved and who are deeply involved with this have, have uh, expanded their knowledge and like their awareness of our place in the cosmos beyond such a point that they can't even relate. Like they don't consider themselves part of the regular earth. Well, in our race. I, I that that makes sense to me. Cause I think we talked about that before, about people go, who have been, are going up to space. They get that, that like, uh, I can't remember what the effects called where they, they come back down. They just feel like I'm so igni- insignificant, like all these wars and stuff. They're so petty. We should be working together. We shouldn't, like they get a sense of community almost going into space. Yeah. Um, I, I think we talked about it on a, one of the earlier case files, but so I believe that like they go up there and they're just like, we don't give a shit about the petty, the pettiness on earth that's going on. Like, yeah. I mean, if you found out all of a sudden that there was more than one intelligent, I mean, heck, if there were more than one, you found out there were just more than one, like another intelligent race out there. I mean, that would change your whole viewpoint. On, on everything. Uh, everything would flip. Happens. Religion would flip. Everything would flip. And I, man, oh. I, 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 I want nothing more than that. But so you could have, so you could have a. It'd either be a black. It could be some sort of breakaway civilization. I mean, it could be. But but if you're saying it's going into, people have said they've seen it in military documents. It's probably more something like the U.S. Like I can't imagine any of like the smaller countries getting involved in this because they don't have the resources or. Or the you know the technology to, to support it, but something like the U.S. like that's so big and our and our like especially the U.S. bureaucracy is so bloated that you could hide stuff like that in there. Yeah, it, it just it boggles my mind when they say like, oh, there's six point eight trillion dollars missing. That's not like everyone's on like, uh, what the fuck? Like that's just they say that and nothing ever happens and it just kind of like just goes away. <laughs> It is weird. I don't weird. think anybody anybody can like think past like a million dollars. Like when you think of like a trillion dollars, like that that's something that's so beyond. Yeah, you're uh, just like like your financial you're comprehension. Just making like up a trillion dollars. Yeah. Is that a good bazillion dollars? <laughs> yeah, it's just like random. It's just, like a just, imaginary number. Yeah, it seems it seems made up. Okay. So, <laughs> so you think if you think people were like. Hey, five million went missing from the budget. People would be like, "Wow, that's Whoa, it! We lynched everyone." But six trillion, they're like, "I don't even understand." They're making Too that many up. numbers. <laughs> they're making it up. Okay, so let's let's move on with the secret space. So we have uh, we had Nate, Gary McKinnon, the hacker. All this stuff came out. 
And now, re- like in the last few years, you got this new guy. We've kind of talked to him before, Corey Good. He's really. Oh the- yeah, good. He. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's he's really the only. Well, I guess there's a couple other whistleblowers I could kind of find, but he's all over. You type in secret space program, it's Corey Good and David Wilcox just pop up on every fucking thing. Yeah. So what Corey Good says is he was taken at a young age to be used by the. Okay, look. So we've talked about what are they called? The Solar Warden. That's the the human version of the secret space program. But what Corey Good claims is there's something called. The Sphere Alliance, which is a group of extraterrestrials that are cooperating with an alliance of the secret space program on Earth to reveal new new technology and, and kind of like push Earth in a new direction, like in a good direction. So they're, I guess they're the good guys up there. But what he also claims... See, what do you got? What do you got on that? Well, to me, I like that better because for me, the, 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 the constructing these kind of crafts would take forever because if we're saying we landed on the moon and now we've got to bring materials up now we're getting setting up like i think it would take i don't even think our program would be good but like if if there's other aliens coming and you know they're giving us their used cars kind of thing you know what i mean like they're like ah let's throw these earthlings the old cavalier right like give them to free (laughs) whatever yeah, I mean, and like, like so selling a, well, it's like it's like the United States military. We sell a lot of our old ships and stuff to like Taiwan and like other yeah. countries and things like that. So exactly, it's it, it that it, like that makes more sense to me. That like I'm I buy onto that more that there is, but it's not. It was funded by something else. So you're more on the you're more on the side of that. It is not a purely human endeavor, but it's also human slash extraterrestrial. Oh, 100%. Yeah, if that I, is I think, the case. Yeah, yeah, I think I think a lot of a lot of the theorists out there kind of claim that like how would humans just go from no rocket technology in like the 30s and all of a sudden they're in space and secret space problems. They claim by before we even went to the moon. So in like as early as the 40s or 50s these guys have been going up there. So it, it would kind of well, I mean, it would kind of make sense. If you had that, Roswell, if you had Roswell in there and there actually was a ship Right, and they reverse engineered stuff from that, or even heck, from Operation High Jump, if the Nazis had possession of UFO technology at that point, and it was recovered during Operation High Jump. I mean, you couldn't. I, I wouldn't imagine it would take more than uh, ten, maybe like fifty. You could probably make it by fifty-seven, fifty-five. Yeah, if that, if, that, if they found technology and it, it w- either they were shown how to re- reverse engineer, or somehow they figured out really quick. If that, t- if you could just do that right away. And that technology already exists and works in space. Yeah, why couldn't you go to space right away? But for the Nazi, the Nazi thing, I think a lot of people do think that the Nazis went down to Antarctica and found technology of not necessarily a alien race, but maybe an ancient race of, or an ancient alien race that left technology in Antarctica before it was covered in ice, kind of thing, and they found it. But that's that's kind of that's kind of di- goes a different direction. I'm gonna keep going with Corey Good here. Because he's got he's got some good he's got the best stuff, even though there's actually no document evidence for it, unfortunately. Would you say, goods got the goods? Goods, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. So, he, okay, he, Corey Good he claims that there are five, yeah, five secret space programs, and here they are: the Solar Warden, which we talked about, mainly focused on policing the solar system and surrounding star clusters. That's what this is coming from Corey Good. So, star clusters, I guess, they might be inter interstellar. Uh, technology at this point who that seems a little but it could be some type of 
like uh, interdimensional technology, so not traveling in a straight line to other star systems. We don't know. There's also, the, he claims that the interplanetary corporate conglomerate, the ICC, focused mainly on development and acquisition of technology by any means. So I guess they're R&D kind of style. The Dark Fleet mm. works almost entirely outside the, sol the solar system, very military. So that's like our, our raid force. And he says like a NATO-type secret space program. Uh, recently in alliance conferences, they were referred to as the League of Nation program. And he also says there are mm. the other various special access programs, SSPs, that were small, usually had the newer technology, very secretive, and worked for some of the secret Earth governments. So I'm guessing like the Illuminati kind of style, if you want to go that way. So he, man, this guy, he guy makes like all the claims really, really quickly together. He claims that he was actually, he's, he worked in the secret space program from like 19, I want to say 1987 to 2007, where as a, an intuitive empath, I don't know what that is. It's like a kind of like a mind reader or maybe a remote viewer. Basically, yeah. like they give you a picture or they give you uh, information about somebody and you find them by uh, telepathy or or empathy, I guess you could use. Yeah, so I guess that's what he works some, as. Some like a mind reader. Yeah, because he claims the technology is like a lot of uh, like ES, it's based on like ESP technology. Mm. So like you know, a lot of times when okay. they say UFO, oh, it was crash UFO, and uh, you hear the reports of it had no controls. So people say it's all, oh, okay, all yeah, that makes your sense. mind. So he kind of goes, he kind of makes. Yeah, that I think I remember there, right? talking about that. Like they have, like you see some of those things, even in movies and stuff. You see, like they don't have like buttons or stuff, but they're just like a hand imprint, like a place to put your hand or something like that. Yeah, something to connect like your consciousness with the flight, and you control it that way. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, he's got that's like called. It's called what? An intuitive, intuitive empath. You said that's what. That's what they employed him for his services as an intuitive empath. So it, mm. if you're if you're interested in this guy, man, he's got like must have like three or four dozen episodes. It's called uh, oh shit, I can't remember what it's called. It's on Gaia.com. I'll, I'll find it for you. But there's also there's two. There's called uh, Deep Space on Gaia.com. It's about the secret space program. Talks about this stuff. Oh, and his show is called Cosmic Disclosure. It's him and I don't know if you know. Have you heard of David Wilcox? Um, I feel like I have. Uh, he's yeah, I think he's a ufologist. He's been doing it for a long time. I've I watched a couple of these episodes, and the only thing it just it's kind of two guys that are they're just so boring to try and bring this information to people. It makes it's like it's hard to watch almost. They say a lot of cool stuff, yeah. but the way they go about it, like we should have this information. We should be bringing it to other people. But yeah, so I don't know if you want to watch it. Like, like that's where I that's where I watched, and it's uh, there's some there's some interesting stuff for sure. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I could take it as I just like I I love the idea of a secret space program. It's super cool, and I'm just wondering like what uh, with with the secret space program and all the stuff that's happening on Earth right now, and then we also have this other side that's like worried about space. You know, you have stuff like in Syria going down, and you're like, oh, you got these dudes in space fighting aliens, and we're worried about. All this and there's all this like crazy junk that's going down on planet Earth, and then yeah. And my know. thing, see, I just don't know what would be the, what would be the, the main goal of the secret space program. 
That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's probably like if there were a mangle, it would be something like okay, because I was reading an article just uh, just recently, and one uh, NASA uh, one NASA scientist was saying that that Earth is overdue is actually overdue for its next extinction event. They're saying that about every 65 million years or 60 65 million years, the Earth has some sort of either like uh, uh, meteor impact or something like that. Uh, I mean, it could be like a rogue, one of those rogue meteor swarms that just like flows through the galaxy or something and just kind of comes back and hits us. But, uh, you know, I would see the secret space program as one of those things that it's like, okay, if we had to abandon Earth, we could take all the smart people and really rich people and and leave, you know, if we had to. It's interesting you say that because uh, Corey Good, he claims that in his in his like uh, as an employment, I guess, with the secret space program, he made contact with some al- an alien race called the, he calls them the Blue Avians. And what he claims is that the Blue Avians and the other alien races who formed the Sphere Alliance are here because they're going to assist with, are going to help humanity deal with an upcoming event that will change life dramatically on the planet. That's what his claim is. They're here. They know what's going to happen. And they're here, they're trying to either give us new technology to leave the planet, and maybe some of like the, the elite of the world have got a hold of it, and they're kind of withholding it from us. And yeah, like you said, maybe the 0.01% are trying to get like a breakaway civilization off the planet, because they are become privy to this information, and they're just going to let us all here to uh, kick the bucket. Yeah, I mean, it could. I mean, it could happen, and and I mean, they're saying that a lot of, especially with Trump now talking about cutting uh, funding to like space programs and stuff like that. That if we uh, if we were to find out that there or de- our detection window of a catastrophic like impact meteor that was heading towards Earth, we probably wouldn't find out uh, probably till about two years before it would happen, maybe. I think two years or so. It might be actually. By the time we can actually, to. you can actually see it in the sky or detect it in the sky. Yeah, we would have like two years to get ready. We'd have like two years to get ready to do something, either get off mm-hmm. the planet or try to uh, try to deflect it or or something like that. And that w- any technology that we have now would probably not even be close to being able to stop something of that magnitude. If it were, I mean, if we're like a meteor the size of um, the one that that impacted like in the Gulf of Mexico. The one they said that uh, just, you know, was part of the extinction for the dinosaurs. Right. Um, I mean, something like that. Like, you, you couldn't you couldn't Armageddon it. You can't you can't send a, you know, you can't send an oil drilling crew up there to, to blow it into tiny pieces. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to say maybe they are sending an oil drilling team, because if you haven't noticed. A lot of those oil workers are pr- looking for work because uh, oil's down pretty low right now. Oh, yep, yeah. they so, can all find right? uh, jobs in the space. And, uh, so maybe a lot of them are being uh, <laughs> are joining the Sphere Alliance. No, Sphere Alliance hey, is probably aliens. pretty good. Whoa, what? They, they don't like drillers? <laughs> they don't need experienced oil drillers. In space? No, just send them um, up there. I just, to me, it's like, I just... Still, it's like if we had that technology and like this is going on, I'm like, what's do they not tell us just because there's not enough room for everyone? And so everyone else would go into mass panic and like chaos. Because, like, my thing is, if there's not and we've got this space, but like, you think it would be something that brought everyone together? 
right? You're like, this is fucking cool. Yeah, how would you not be like, oh, that's cool. I mean, once it's already up there, I mean, maybe they're just, I mean, you could say they're just waiting for the right moment because if they get enough people up there and then they review it, they reveal it to the general public. I don't, I don't see what the general public would, why they would care. It would be more something like, like if it were like international powers, like, and you would think world leaders like Putin and like anybody, like the PM of China and like the president would know about this stuff. Yeah. You know, already. And so if you revealed it, it wouldn't be any big deal to them. And it's like in the general public, I think they would just be like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like, I, I don't, you know, I can't see the reason of keeping it dark. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well, if you go by, if you go by the Corey Good explanation, he's saying that he's being told by these blue avians from the Sphere Alliance that there's a group of other aliens or alien hybrids or aliens working with humans to control humanity for their own personal gain. Like kind of like if you want to say the they kind of he kind of mentions the reptilians, the Draco or the Draconians. Oh yeah. All right. So he kind of mentions something like that. So maybe maybe there are there is like an act like a an evil controlling group harnessing the population of the planet to suck the wealth out of us so they can get off the planet to fulfill their little they're point one percent or point zero one percent get them off the planet, and then mm. you got these sphere alliance guys who are trying not to let it happen, but they're not doing a very good job of letting us know. So I don't know. This so far, it's only only Corey Goods. He can only, he's the only one to know, really. There's I haven't really I can't really find any other good whistleblowers on the secret space program. So, mm. but okay, I want just... one thing I want to talk. Okay, go ahead. No, 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 you continue. Well, I was just—I just wanted. To, I just—I wanted to go back to the moon for a second. So, if, if you go back—if you go back to some of these astronauts who have been on the moon, especially Dr. Edgar Mitchell, you ever heard his interviews? He pretty much no, said that they went to the moon and they found extraterrestrials on there, or signs of extraterrestrials or an ancient civilization on the moon. He's got tons of quotes, like read the books, read the lore. And start to understand what's really going on here because there is no doubt that we are being visited. This is a fucking astronaut. So either it's disinformation on an astronaut because he's trying to do something for his his commanding officer for some other other means, or he's just legit telling us there's fucking aliens up there. One of the two. I don't know. So, like, if you go back to... Okay, we went to the moon six times. They flew around it a bunch. So, you they like, if there was alien base on the moon... Someone knows about it. They've seen it. They had to have seen it. And if you ever, if you look at the, there's a lot of like, unfortunately, low resolution videos or pictures, like there always is. There's some weird, there's some weird structures on the moon. It's hard to tell what they really are, but. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard to like eliminate like that kind of, you know, if you just like move a couple pixels around, you'd be like, oh no, it's just, you know, it's it's nothing. It's just a rock formation, random rock formation. And and astronauts themselves, I mean, they're such a small group of people, they wouldn't be hard to control if or just swear to some sort of secrecy and that, if that stuff was going on. And let's be honest, if there was a if there was a race that wanted to like watch and study the human race like evolve or just study life on Earth. The moon is such a perfect spot because it doesn't rotate at all. It's tidal locked. So you can hide all your research stuff on the backside and like you'd be like, oh, we, we could never be found out. Yeah, it'd be a perfect, yeah, perfect spot for base. Right? And then one day you're like, holy shit, these fucking hairless apes 
Are sending <laughs> these monkeys have made it to space. <laughs> yeah, these monkeys have made it into space. They're coming up. Hmm. Like, yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know. And, like, a lot of the stuff goes back... There's even... I've even read, like, like uh, theories on, like, an ancient secret space program. Like, goes back, like, dating back to the Mayans and shit. And yeah, and see, like, I can get on board with that, or at least not even the Mayans, because if, if some of this stuff is, like, ancient astronauts, I mean, look how far we've come in, like, 10,000 years. Just just the fact that, like, you know, we've made it from rocks and, and, you know, barely knowing what fire was to building nukes and, you know, commercial space uh, space programs. And, and what do you think that maybe that another race could have evolved within a couple million years and, and done the same thing we did? I mean, yeah. it's not. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, it's if 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 we go back to there's all these pyramids and shit all over the world and all this like crazy technology that people are like, oh yeah, they they, they just had the technology back then. All these ancient guys, they just had all this crazy astro like astronomical, astronomical. No, no. Astronomical. Astronomical. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh buddy, it's been a, it's been a long week. A lot of drinking. I can't say predisposed. I can't. I'm hard. I guess it's hard for me to say that. <laughs> Anyways, like they all, you have all these ancient tech, like ancient civilizations with all this seem, seemingly crazy technology to be able to build these pyramids and like all so precise and mathematically perfect. And then you go back and look at their like old texts and their old tablets, and they pretty much mention, especially in the mines, that they had contact with some type of like extraterrestrial flying. beings and shit, like flying yeah. craft, and they came from the skies. Man, it's just it's weird. So maybe. The stuff on the moon is from a prior uh, either alien race that visited here a long time ago. Anunnaki, maybe? Could be anything like that. Like, fuck, who knows? There's just too much weird, old, really advanced stuff that no one really knows anything about. Oh, yeah, that's fucking... Yeah, I don't know. Okay, what else do I got here? More for the fucking secret space program. Um, this is, this is kind of a cool thing. Okay, what's his name? Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot it. Anyways, the, what was his name? The director of Skunk Works in, like, 1996. He was, uh, he was at a, he was at a conference and someone asked him a question. And that, or at the end of his, at the end of his conference, he said, we now have the technology to send E.T. home. After he, he, yeah. was, he was showing pictures of like the, S, the 71 Blackbird and all these like crazy advanced, insane craft. And at the end, he kind of just poked like a little like, we actually do have the technology to send E.T. home and ended his thing just like that. And people were like, uh, can you elaborate on that, please? He's like, no, uh, peace nope. out, drop no, the mic. Gotta go. Boom. <laughs> I don't know. There's just a lot of weird, there's a lot of weird stuff. Like this is I, a, it's a big topic. Yeah, I just, I I think we definitely have more than we're let on. I I think, um, I think our space capabilities are far better than like what we're led to believe. Like you look at the International Space Station, which is essentially just like kitchen (laughs) tinfoil. (laughs) <laughs> floating up in space yeah uh i i believe it's a, that, bunch of, it's a bunch of trash cans just like linked together yeah yeah it's like i think i think we definitely have um more than meets the eye yeah. <laughs> up in space so um 
it's it's weird to think it's just it's one of those things it's like why like what's the grand what's the grand purpose like so is it is it because something's gonna happen they know something's gonna happen uh i that's that's my thing that's what stumps me i i just don't have a really good grasp on what like a why like why what's the what's the what would I, I be think, the yeah, purpose of having it hidden to escape that extinction level event in case it did happen like i can't i can't imagine like the world's governments uh sitting around and not actually you know uh, planning for uh, that kind of event like I, I wouldn't i wouldn't take it sitting down if i found out oh shit like you know i run you know the one of the largest governments in the world like the united states or something and i'm like oh god like and a meteor could strike us at any time, and like we're gonna get fucked. Like, oh nah, fuck that! <laughs> like, I'm gonna build myself a spaceship. Like, <laughs> it makes sense to me. Like, you just be like, okay, all right. And can't tell everybody about it because that'd be nuts. But you know, yeah, I mean, it could also be okay if you go with like these this new world order type of stuff. Like, these guys are just straight up psychopaths that are just hell bent on power and control, and they they have this technology. Let's say. And they're yeah. they're not even they're not even getting off the planet for an extinction level event. They're just like hoarding this shit and taking like because they're using all they're using like the our money slave system we have on this planet because they just reap like trillions of dollars every year for the the very top point zero zero one percent. Maybe they're just doing it because they're just fucking psychotic and it's fun for them just to like hoard this shit. But at the same, I say that, but at the same time, like. There would be so many people not like that too, who you'd have to employ to work for you, right? You you couldn't yeah. just do it. I would think I would think that like once you get off planet, once you get off of Earth, like money wouldn't, and you had the ability and the capabilities to travel between planets, because our entire like our pretty much like our entire economy system is like based on like gold and like precious metals and things like that, and. Like once you got off the planet and you could obtain those types of materials probably a lot easier from either a different planet or things like that, like it would become meaningless to you. So yeah, it could, you know if, if those those civilizations or a breakaway civilization were just doing it for fun or for power, like that makes a lot more sense than doing it just for cash or just for stuff like that, just to control money. Hmm. You know, or there's some sort of really dark agenda that they have. For, for people or something like that, for hmm. humans. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we are just a slave, a slave planet, slave race, for some other power. Reptilians, Sphere Alliance. Who knows? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's it's cool because like there is a there is a UFO phenomenon going on. Like there's it's too much. There's got to be something either it's secret government craft that they do have this technology, or it is aliens, or it's a bit of both. There's got there's something going on, like you see fucking all these videos of this, like weird weird moving craft in the sky that can't just be natural phenomenon. So yeah, man, I want to believe so bad. I just want to see. I just want to see one like legit from my own eyes. Like, yep, for sure. But Ugh. yeah, I don't know if there if there's a secret space program, it makes sense with the UFO phenomenon that maybe some of these are humans secret space program like our our militaries have this technology some of it could be aliens like i've heard i've heard sometimes that if you see a triangle craft or a cigar shaped craft that that's probably a human craft like a human ufo but then the disc shaped or orb shaped ones are the alien ones see no, no it would also make that, more it, w- it would also make more sense for me that 
aliens have come, made contact, or we made contact on the moon, and they were like, you know what? You guys can send, you can send a party to accompany us, we, we, like on whatever the aliens missions are, whether it be um, traversing the galaxy, exploring the galaxy, whatever, mapping the galaxy. And we sent, let's say, um, what do we call it? Um, what was it? Ex- not extraterrestrial officers. But Non-terrestrial? Yeah, non-terrestrial officers. And so we sent like a military, a group, right, of people to go with them, right, to study. Yeah, like a like a intergalactic uh, exchange program. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, a couple of apprentices, if you, you know, earn college you know. credits, explore the universe. Yeah, right. Like something which would like be that. awesome. <laughs> which would make more sense to me for those things that they've. But again, it's you know, it's a, there's yeah. no real. No so real it'd kind of be like uh, what's it called, like a day the Earth stood still kind of thing. Where it's yeah. like, you know, once we get out to space, like, well, we are, you know, even Star Trek first contact. And it's like, well, okay, like, well, you guys made it out here. So here's the real deal. <laughs> hey, very well you could know. be. Now, what about, uh, let's just try and make a connection here between alien abductions and set up a secret space program. If See, then that, that that falls in the thing that, like, I would think that we have a secret space program, and then it's more like, not that we work with the aliens, but we work for the aliens, like um, like in the X-Files, like where there's those aliens that, like, uh, we have, you have to give up, like, so many people for for something, I can't remember what it was, but, like, you had, like, the, the leaders or whoever had to give up their children or something and send them to the aliens for something, experimentation or, or, or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, hey, you know what? Maybe, yeah, maybe the aliens—they—they've given us this technology. They're kind of bringing us into this galactic empire, whatever you want to call it, slowly. But maybe they only brought so many. Uh, there's only so many members of of their, say, of their race that are here. So they t- they have, they make it packs with governments because this is a theory. This is a conspiracy I've heard before. They have packs with the governments in exchange for letting them abduct. Their citizens for cloning or other type of purposes in space, they will give the government's technology. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. That would make perfect sense. It would be something that you would you would do if you were you know if you were a race that could. You, that's what you have to offer. Because I can't feel like uh, uh, humans have much else to offer. Like it's not like we're if we met a race that can traverse the huge distances between stars systems. And uh, we don't have any technology or even like really raw materials or things like that that to offer them that they couldn't obtain themselves besides our, you know, our genetic material or, or whatever they want from us, some sort of biological something that only we're in possession of. That, that's it. Yeah, I mean, fuck. There's like this, there's so many theories about this, but it's really hard to sift through and get something solid, but. I don't know. I think we made some good, uh, some good connections. Connected a couple dots, possibly. I, I was thinking too that maybe it's we talked about before, but maybe life is rare and life is precious, right? Like it's, it's, yeah. um, it's kind of crazy that any life can come up about anywhere, and maybe we're the first life that they've found that can be in this rich of a like living with nitrogen and oxygen and stuff, right? So yeah. rather than abducting us or something. They want our genetic makeup so when they're traveling to other places, they can put life. Yeah, or they right? can build their super soldiers. 
Yeah, like they're creating a database kind of thing of like, so when they go and they find a planet now that they thought maybe once was inhospitable, they're like, no, we have this weird like bipod human humanoid that we're going to throw their genetic makeup onto this planet. Or they're, they're engaged in some sort of uh, conflict where they, uh, with another nitrogen, oxygen-based uh, life form planet or something like that, and they need soldiers to drop in on it. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, cause technically our, our atmosphere is, is relatively, I mean, if you think about it, it's poisonous, oxygen itself. Yeah. Everything on on Earth oxidizes. Oxygen is like the cause of all the breakdown of the material over time, and it just takes us like eighty to you know eighty five to ninety years to die of oxygen poisoning, basically. And it's like, I mean, if you found any other life form out there that, or you know, probably if they came down here, they definitely wouldn't be able to breathe it. They'd be the Ugh. you know Mars attacks. Act, act. They'd have to wear the helmets. <laughs> so you're saying, you're saying the same thing that gives us life slowly kills us. Yes. <laughs> Fucking the double-edged sword. C'est la vie, eh, I guess? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. There's something There's something going on with the UFO phenomenon. Definitely. Is it a, a secret alien space... Like, space fleet working with one of our secret space fleets? Yeah. For the end game? I just think it would make, it would make more sense for some sort of life form uh, to evolve that didn't need the kind of uh, like atmosphere and the kind of conditions that we need, because the conditions that we have on our planet are a lot more rare than anywhere else in the in the galaxy or, or planets that we've seen to to find this kind of uh, you know these conditions for life. Like I think it would be better to find a, a, a different way to survive or evolve, breathe something else. <laughs> That's yeah. what I think. Okay, I'm gonna go back to Corey Good for one more little one more point that he has to make. He's saying that. Okay, these uh, the stuff. This I'm, I'm about to spit something I don't really understand. So bear with me. He's saying Perfect. that these, he, yeah, classic alien theorist theorizing. So he's saying yeah. that these sphere be there's yeah sphere alliance beings, they're from like a higher vibrational density than we are currently, which gives them which gives them like ESP and all like the mental powers that we that I guess some if you look into it some humans actually have they have sometimes, but it's very rare. So they're trying to, like, usher humans into a new stage of vibration, like a new vibrational frequency, making us... So a new dimension? Like new a dimension kind of thing? Like a collective evolution of humanity's consciousness is what they're trying to, like, instill here. And then the theory goes, I guess, because you're seeing a lot of these weird, like... You're seeing a lot... Like, in 2016 alone, you see, like, all this crazy, like... Like, like paradigm shifts in the world. Like the Brexit and all these like big political things and these big these big protests and like the social media explosion of like all these like they're calling it fake news but alternative media and people are saying that that's yeah. just like one of the first stages of like this collective like human evolution of consciousness that these I guess supposed blue avians and other sphere being alliance people are trying to usher in but again Corey Good he didn't take any pictures or bring anything back from him when the secret space program so I mean come on buddy. You can, yeah, he, he claims that he had they had these uh, these iPad looking things that he said pretty much look just an iPad, but it's the, it's the database of the of the Sphere being aligns, and it has like information on pretty much everything you would ever want from the actual the real the real physics behind gravity and like uh, electromagnetism and all this like crazy shit. 
he spouts he spits pretty much every conspiracy you've ever heard of this guy knows so either he is he is the greatest conspiracy guy of all time and he's managed to put together in a tight little package or he's full of shit it's one or the other so i don't know you watch it decide for yourself hmm. but yeah he's got he's all we'll over post, the we'll, we'll post those on twitter yeah i'll post some links to uh some Corey good stuff Actually, yeah. I sent I sent him a letter or an email trying to get him to come to the show, but we're, uh, we don't got enough listeners yet, so we didn't get him. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. quite yet. We didn't get Jesse Ventura. We didn't get Corey Goods, but we're we're working on it. We'll get him. We'll get him one day. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him. We'll find him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's. I know people are gonna be like, you didn't talk about this or that, but there's honestly there's Dude, so well, much to make like connections through all these like different theories. It's it's kind of hard to really put together, but we gave it our best shot. Well, and we'll talk about like we'll talk about more and more too. Like oh, yeah, as we, time yeah, goes on. Yeah, we always kind of go back and like kind of reconnect the dots as we go farther. But for now, that's uh, that's pretty much all I got. That's all the information I could find on secret space programs in general. Anything else? <laughs> no, I mean uh, I'm I'm pretty much out for theories. Yeah, I've, that, I think we've theorized pretty good on this one. You want to try and give it a quick sum, one-minute summary each? See what you think? Sure. You going for it? You going okay. first? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so what I think in a minute. So if I just say everything, it's I think aliens have come. We, we maybe made contact on the moon uh, going around it or whatever. We saw their base. And they've said um, they will take some of us on to give us technology and teach us. And that's where the secret space program comes. And you hear of the non-terrestrial officers. It's uh, officers that have been picked up and are currently, uh, <sighs> what's that? What's it called when you ride with police? Ride-alongs. Ride-alongs. <laughs> Doing some ride-alongs <laughs> with some uh, UFOs. Um and I think they're just gathering intel and technology for us. That would make m- the most sense to me in that um, theory. I just don't see us building that kind of armada they talk about from 1950 to now. I just, I just, to me, I don't think we've done it alone. I don't think see that. Agreed, pretty much actually. Dan. Um, I would probably, I'd pretty much link mine back to, I would say this is an endeavor taken on by probably a select group of governments, uh, among either it's like, uh, I'd probably say just the United States, just the fact that, um, they've been the most stable over the last, you know, 60, 70 years, uh, when this technology probably came out of World War II, when the Nazis became really big, interested into the, you know, they, or they at least they they claimed to be big into the occult and and UFO technology and, and you know uh, you know the alternative technologies that they were trying to think of and and, and their ideas. And during um, you know, I link it back to Operation Paperclip. Where they took all, where the Americans took all the scientists uh, that were working on all the Nazi uh, science projects, rocket things like that, um, basically was the whole entire base of our the United States space program, um, and some of them might have had knowledge or even uh, had been in contact with these extraterrestrials during their time working for the Nazis, and then maybe they knew about Operation High Jump, uh, or they gave information that prompted Operation High Jump. And we recovered some technology from some secret Nazi 
uh, Arctic base. And we either reverse engineered it or we just we kind of used that technology to kind of push us forward and that we started, uh, you know, our own own space program. We, we there is some section of the government or technology sector that has advanced to a point, you know, far beyond what what we consider as is, uh, you know, high technology. So I think we have a fleet out there, but it, I don't think it's necessarily, uh, you know, in conjunction with aliens, maybe just. Uh, maybe we use them as consultants or something like that. Right. That's what I think. Okay, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the ancient side. I think that if there isn't like an alien race, I mean, the Anunnaki or whatever, they've had some type of influence in humanity over a long period of time. Because you go to like pretty much every culture and every religion in the world, there's talk of like flying craft and the, there's everything's so mathematically precise. So I think that there was a time either when there's an ancient either helped by aliens or an ancient human race that became spacefaring at one time and say that maybe let's say it was let's go back let's start with the Anunnaki let's go fucking half a million years and then like every once in a while like let's say every 6,000 years humans become so advanced and it happens again and say the Mayans let's go back to the Mayans they man they're spitting all this stuff about about aliens you have the pyramids in Egypt you got pyramids all over the place so I feel like these Let's say, like, let's call them the sphere being, being alliances, like Corey Good calls them. These guys have been monitoring us for a long time. And it wasn't until, yeah, like World War II, the Nazis were starting to develop this kind of stuff. And ever since then, yeah, we've kind of pro- we've progressed our technology, got to the moon, made contact or seen, or they made contact with us, uh, these, these other sphere beings, and they pretty much push their technology onto us for whatever means. I'm not sure yet, but something's going on up there. The UFO phenomenon is stemming from this somewhere, I think, but who knows? You tell us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, message us on Facebook and Twitter. Let us know what you think. Yeah, like we had a I've been putting some good discussion groups up on Facebook now, so if you uh if you haven't added us on there, add us right now and then tell five friends to add us at the same time because yeah we had a we probably had man we had a really good thread going about the moon landing we had one going about this uh secret space program so yeah it's it's uh we've had a lot of a lot of new listeners actually log on here in the last month so it's been awesome anything else we got um i gotta give a twitter shout out to someone yep. um i told this guy at Lamborghi or Lamborg. Uh, I told him he's from Kamloops, so he's a BC boy like us. Uh, he w- really wants a shout out to his brother, uh, Cole Merchant. He said we could call him Coltrane. The Coltrane. The Coltrane. And he also said that he would literally shit himself if he heard this. So, Okay, well, we need pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I hope, I, hope he's I, guess, I hope he's not in the bathtub with a girl like that video has been floating on the internet. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> said he, they all love the pod. His whole family loves the pod. So, uh, Coltrane, thanks for listening. Uh, there's your shout out. I promised your brother. You can thank him for that. Okay, I'm going to do a quick, um, uh, I'm going to go quick on the shout out side. Zell's Prolapsers of the Week. We got three this week. Brianna, Verdon, Mary Hart, and... Chelsea Kendall all bought shirts, all overpaid for the beer fund. Which actually tonight, 
actually wasn't drinking tonight for the first time in a while, so your beer fund will be going on to the next episode. I was drinking uh, winter ale again this week. You know what? I got to apologize. I was fucking hammered for the moon landing episode. Really? Really? Yeah. Didn't so, notice. Uh, <laughs> no one said anything. So, no one complained. No, no one complained, but I was pretty drunk. So You know what? You managed to get out full sentences, which was, which was good. So. That was good. I don't remember them all, so... That's better than normal. Yeah, it's better than I did today. So, do you remember reciting a speech from Independence Day? Uh, yes, I do. But even though I don't even know if I could do it today, uh, tonight, no, fuck. We are. Uh, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not go down without a fight. I can't remember. You have to. You have to be drinking. Yeah, I gotta be. I gotta be like six more beers deep. Be properly motivated. Okay, I got one one more house cleaning thing before we wrap it up. People have been uh, kind of on me about these forums on our website. It's not my fault. We got spam hacked, and they just put like a ten thousand messages of Air Jordans and fucking who, whatever else on there. So we're working on it. I gotta hire someone to uh, to look at that because like there's so many messages and won't let me delete them. It says it's too big, so I don't know what's going on. Some someone fucked All us. Right. That's it's the CIA trying to shut us down by bastards by just flooding spa- our just forums, spamming us. Yeah, they're, they're um, government spam bots. So we were kind of talking about the new show, um, some th- things that to look forward to in the next year. Um, new T-shirts are going to be coming out. We were talking about potential, potentially having awesome posters uh, signed by all us, all the ATT crew. Um, that you could purchase. That's uh, early on in the works. Um, so that's stuff to look forward to in the new year, I think. Yeah, like all that stuff's going to go, I think, with our Patreon when we get it set up. Uh, who knows when it's going to be. But we're going to have uh, a little bit more merch for Patreon. For P- Patreon only, we'll send, you, we'll, we'll send you something. or we're, we're, we're figuring it out. If you, I, I was pleading this last case file. I'm going to do it again. If you think you're going to donate to the show what would you like to see in return that's all we want to know because the show is going to stay stay the same hopefully get better but we'll also have bonus stuff for our patreon people so let us know anything else yeah um no i just i think uh merry christmas happy new year and uh happy festivus for the rest of us yeah we'll, we'll be back after new year's sometime fuck yeah, yeah. Right. we'll let you know <laughs> When we're back, you'll know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a surprise. All right. It shouldn't be too long. We're all busy, so. Okay, what... Uh, let's... Happy Hanukkah and crazy Kwanzaa. Let's do a little teaser. What, uh, Braden, what's one case file you want to do in the new year? Anything on the oh. top of your mind? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do have a couple written down here. Okay, um, I got two I'd like to do that are, like, on my list. I've starred here. Um, I'd like to do a one exploring time travel. Yes. And I'd like to do one on the Mothman. Perfect. <laughs> the Mothman. 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 Dan, Dan, what's on your list? What do you got? What do you want to talk about? I got, I definitely have Sasquatch in my crosshairs. That's mine. Oh yeah. We should uh, do one of those. Yeah. That's definitely oh, next, coming up next yeah, year. Yeah. We should, we got to do a Sasquatch one too. Um, I definitely got that one in there, and uh, what else I got in the chamber? Um, 
Oh, I can't remember. I had one and I for, at the beginning and I forgot. I forgot what it was. <laughs> okay, well, you, we got, Bigfoot's definitely you got Bigfoot and other creatures like that or something, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe some more crypto ones. Maybe some more cryptozoology, I think. That's what I think. Yeah, we got, okay, on my list, we got to do a, a alien abduction case file, kind of like a UFO encounters one. We'll see if we get Ron Pond back on, if we can uh, track him down. Oh, yeah. And I want to do another mystery one, like the Lisa Lamb kind of style, but this is more of a mystery because no bodies are ever found. It's called the Flannan Isles Incident. It's a lighthouse. Oh, that's the one with the lighthouse? It's a lighthouse off of, uh, I think it was Ireland somewhere, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the lighthouse keepers just you. fucking went missing, never to be seen again. It's a pretty cool yeah, one, a good so one. look it up. So, yeah, we got, uh, we got a lot of, there's way more than that on the list, too. We'll see what we can get to in the new year, but it should be a busier year for podcasting for us. should be fun. Mm. Ah, I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited for 2017. Yeah, hopefully it should don't. be so, better than 2016. There's nobody left to kill. Yeah, all, yeah. all the musicians are dead. <laughs> well as they say death will find a way <laughs> so, uh, anyways uh, thank you for all your love and support in 2016 guys and as always keep those eyes on the skies uh-huh.